Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are now in the Corn Roof Podcast, a sports podcast from Belly Up Sports and the Belly Up Podcast Network. Here is your host, Jared Clinton. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Corner Booth Podcast. I am your grumpy co-host, uh, no, grumpy host, Mr. Jerry Clem, alongside Darth Kevin himself. And once again, joining us for round three, rocking Corner Booth merch with the Mack Truck T, Mr. Cruz Rider Cruz, welcome back, buddy. What's going on, guys? Glad to be back. So, gentlemen, it's been, it was the weirdest weekend of football I've ever witnessed in my life. I mean, even last night, I, th- I don't even know how la- last night topped it. We had, like, an- the last undefeated team go down to the uh, a team without an actual mascot name. Um, it's it's just, it's a funny, it's a fun. It, this year has just been just one crazy thing after another. But uh, we'll get rock and roll here. We're going to talk college football today a little bit. We're going to do a lot of NFL talk. We're going to bring up what my Eagles did today. And uh, we'll do one sentence game. It's a, it's gonna be a fun show. And if I swear to God, if I'm interrupted by one or two you two Alabama goons, I'm gonna shut the show off. <laughs> all right. I think I should be allowed to interrupt you because you interrupt me all the time. Yeah, that's my show. Um, I founded it. <laughs> well, you can do the social media then. And honestly, that would be a bad idea for all of us. And <laughs> we'll, we'll have let's have our intern do it from now on. We get we get ours like tomorrow I think right or something like that next week. Okay, fair or enough. Two weeks. I love how it keeps getting pushed back, but that's a I show. forget I, what I was told. I love how we're second class citizens when it comes to the freaking interns. But all right, so here we go. We're just gonna kick it off with the once uh, Monday Night football last night. Quick, what the f- like Washington comes out and just. It's just, it's just an ugly game the entire time, and I'm sitting there, I'm watching it, I'm like going in and out between the scores, and I'm just thinking to myself, there's no way they lose this, there's no way they lose this, and then I'm like, oh my god, they lost. <laughs> like, it's this this week makes no sense to me in the NFL, and last last night's games proved it. I, I I'm just, 
a loss for words. And, and of course, Buffalo played okay last night. They ended up knocking off the uh, 49ers 34-24. But uh, not really much in that game really to go into. But, um, yeah, just the stats for Pittsburgh are fucking atrocious. Big Ben, 35 for 50, 33 for 53. Only two touchdowns. They really couldn't get anything going on the run, which is a testament to Washington. Receiving-wise, uh, Claypool, only four four targets. Juju and Ebron and Deontay were getting most of them. Um, just It was just an ugly showing from a lot of fumbles. Uh, one from J.C. Hausenhauer, I can't even pronounce that name, and Ray Ray McLeod. Uh, it just, it just seemed like, I don't know, three total turnovers for, uh, Pittsburgh, a lot of running the ball out of Washington. They play ugly and they made it ugly and Pittsburgh doesn't like it ugly, which is a weird sentence to think about when you consider what their, their team was for so long. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. What'd you guys think of last night's Washington, uh, Pittsburgh game? Uh, I thought it was probably one of the weirder games I've seen all year. Uh, Pittsburgh just has no run game at all, which I which I don't understand when you when you have a guy like you know Benny Snell and James Conner and just like what the Steelers have always kind of stood for. I know they got quite a bit of injuries now on the uh, on the defense, but I thought it was just a weird game. I was like you, I was like, okay, well they're gonna pull it out any second now, right? And just props to Washington. I mean, they did it. I mean, Alex Smith. I, I don't know how he's not comeback player of the year. With everything he's done oh, yeah. and the way in the way he has, you know the the Washington football team, you know, which is crazy to say they might compete for a playoff spot with the Giants. I mean, I, I don't really know what's going to happen in the next couple of weeks, but I mean, shout out to Alex Smith, um, you know, shout out to you know uh, Cam Sims uh, who had that crazy one hand catch last night out of you know obviously another Bama boy. The defense looks good. Um, I. I thought that the Steelers had plenty of opportunities to run away with that game, and I, I just, I just don't think just because they were 11 and 0 means that they're a great team. It just means that they have caught their fair share of breaks. Um, I think they're probably, I would take the Chiefs, I'd take the Bills, I would take the Ravens, and I would take the Titans over the Steelers right now, uh, in, in a playoff game. So, I mean, shout out to Washington. I thought it was fun. And then I took more away from the 49ers and the Bills last night with all those injuries that the 49ers have. Um, I thought that, you know, when they're healthy and they're a full strength, they're probably a top three or four team in the NFL. Interesting stat last night, Kev, before you go. Washington had zero sacks last night. And they still won. They just made it ugly. I mean, they could, they can still get after the quarterback, even if they're not getting sacks. And with, I'm surprised they didn't have any sacks with the husk of Big Ben back there. But must have seen a cutie in the third row. He was trying to run after. But <laughs> I, that's why you draft an all Alabama front seven. You will pressure the quarterback. You will make the quarterback scared. And I think that was part of it. Even though they weren't getting sacks, I feel like it was in the back of the Steelers' mind. Like this could be the one where they break through and get a sack. Just. That front seven so good. And also, I mean, shout out to Alex Smith. Man came back from almost losing his leg, almost losing his life, and balled out. I mean, he cut up his leg, too, gushing blood, went back in the game, finished it off. Guy's Total just a alpha. monster. 
total alpha. Dude's just a badass. I, 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 you can't hate Alex Smith, honestly. Um, oh, I saw something. I forget what the time frame is. It might be in the first 30 games. It's about the 49ers. Nick Mullins is third for most passing yards in their first, like, 30 games. That's insane. <laughs> it's like Pat <laughs> Mahomes so is that's, one. That's two Andrew Luck is two. Nick Mullins is three. One. Who is? Nick Mullins is three. And then who was one? It was Mahomes, right? Mahomes. Oh, yeah. yeah it's yeah. got to be Mahomes. <laughs> Obviously. Um, it's, to me, it's insane because I look at that whole, like, the whole – quickly on the Bills 49ers – the 49ers are just the strangest team because they give every team a run. They do. They 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 make it ugly. They give they give every team they play a run. They beat the Rams two weeks ago, and everyone's just sitting there like, huh? And then the next week the Rams come out and beat Arizona. And I I, I the NFC West still makes no sense to me because now I don't know who to pick in that division because Seattle looks like a bum, and then you've got Arizona who can't get out of their own damn way. It, it, it just, I don't, I don't know. Are the Rams going to end up winning that division? Me and Kat both have the Rams going like five eleven. I, I think that the Rams are going to back their way into it. Um, uh, I, I, I honestly don't know. I think the 49ers is probably, it goes, it's a testament just to how well their coach. I think Shanahan is, I think he's phenomenal. I, I don't think he gets enough credit for what he. You know what he's done there. And it, it, look at that. Look at that injury. I mean, you lose Bosa for the year. I mean, Garoppolo, uh, Debo Samuel's been in and out. You know, you are you lose Sherman. I mean, that that whole team Kittle. is just a walking IR. So the fact that they've been competitive in every game. I mean, they gave the Saints a run for their money. I mean, uh, a couple of weeks ago in the Superdome after us coming off that huge win against Tampa Bay and. You know, they, they, they went up 10 nothing against us, and you know we, and then we end up losing Drew Brees in that game. And I mean, they, they are a really good team, and I think next year uh, they're going to get a good draft pick. You know, with, uh, with the way the record is right now, they'll probably get a good draft pick, probably add to that, that defense, or who knows, maybe they'll add another. Watch them get Jalen Waddle or, or, or uh, Devontae Smith or something like that, just to make the offense even more deadly. But, I mean, I think it's just more a testament to really good coaching by Shanahan. People have them have them pegged to look for a quarterback. I can see it. I mean, I, I saw something, too, where they were looking at Kyle Trask and Mac Jones. Um, I mean, I, I honestly, I could – Kyle Trask just looks like a Shanahan kind of quarterback. He kind of like, – Contrast kind of looks like a little Matt Ryan to me, so I, I could definitely see it. I think Trask is a little more of a cannon than Matt Ryan, but yeah, no, I definitely can see the comparison. Um, we're both pocket guys. <laughs> Kyle yeah. Trask is like Matt Ryan. All his touchdowns within ten yards. Matt Ryan. That's also, made some. That's what Dan Mullen threw some bombs. Okay, let's be honest here. Yeah. I said Kyle Trask. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Look, I. I you you guys both know I hate the Falcons, but you know I have nothing but respect for Matt Ryan. He he's he's good. He's got an arm. Uh, I don't necessarily think he is the most clutch quarterback in the world. Uh, I don't think he deserves any, any ice. Who else could be coaching too? Yeah, well I mean, you he's know he's also yeah. been given two of the dumbest head coaches that like just give away games in the fourth quarter. If you're that guy, audible out of the play. I'm I, telling I know. you, like I, yeah. I'm not making excuses for him, but at the same time, it's like. There's only so much where it's Matt Ryan. There's so much where, like, 
we saw Kyle Shanahan last year choke away a lead to Mahomes, and you're kind of like, okay, so 20, 2000, the 2017 Super Bowl makes a little more sense now. I mean, yeah, if you want to put it that way, I, I think there's, the a, there's a huge difference. Yeah, but there's a huge Patriots difference between blowing a 28-3 lead but like, in, in the third quarter and then blowing a 10-point lead to Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, which is probably going to go down as one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Yeah, I know. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why are you putting the qualifier on there? Andy Reid and Patrick Because Andy Reid is probably one of the greatest play callers of all time. I would put him the top three all time. Okay, so you're just going to ignore the greatest quarterback of all time and the greatest play caller of all time? I Okay, first of all, Brady is the most accomplished quarterback of all time, not the greatest. Oh, he's, whoa, 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 He's the most accomplished. Whoa, time out. I am an Eagles fan, and I've hated Brady up until about 2016 where I gained a lot of respect for him. He is the GOAT. You put some respect on that man's name. He's the most accomplished, yeah. He has most... Which leads to greatness. Like, when people remember greatness, they remember the awards. All right, so all right, so cool. does, that, does that mean Vinatieri is the best kicker of all time? Does that yeah. mean that Bill Belichick's the greatest, you know, defense coach, minds defensive minded? Time? Yes. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they were the greatest team and franchise of all time. I just don't think he's the greatest quarterback. He's the most accomplished. Who's and he's the greatest definitely... quarterback of all time? I mean, you guys don't want my answer, so that's fine. I think, I think, I think it goes by stats. I think it goes by stats. It goes by stats. I think I think if you're going to be the greatest quarterback of all time, it goes by numbers. Oh, you mean that West is sitting on the bench in New Orleans right now? He broke 13 ribs and threw a touchdown before he went out. So you want to talk about the alpha? He's on a damn ACL and he's benched right now. I don't want to freaking hear it. Uh, also, uh, so that means when Breeze retires and Brady plays another year or two after that, we can bring him back on and tell him that now Brady is definitively the GOAT. Then I'll, get, then I'll give it to him. Then I'll give it to him. <laughs> but until then, it, he's got the numbers. And I so. don't listen. Like everyone, nobody puts Dan Marino in the GOAT conversation. His numbers when he retired were like the best ever. Same thing with Favre. Favre had one Super Bowl. There's a certain there's a certain threshold when you have an X amount of Super Bowl titles that it kind of surpasses. Like I don't even put Breeze ahead of Montana. Like come on, bro, get out of here. Cruz, Cruz, your fanhood showing. My my fanhood might be showing, but I'm just, oh, I'm, so just I'm just looking too. at numbers. I'm just looking at numbers. I'm just I'm just saying. By oh, the way, tell Mac you know, happy birthday. By the way. Oh, next big guy. Yeah, Max, my my big boy, Max, first birthday today. Aww. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, Mr. Katie's been banned from the show, Kev. Jeez. <laughs> oh, Save it has never been on the show, and we're gonna keep it that way because he probably tried to eat my laptop. <laughs> But yeah, sorry. So I I know I'm showing a little fandom right there, but yeah, I I and I have nothing but respect for Brady. I think he he's probably I he's in my top three. I mean, but and then if you want to be like realistic and you want to do like a non-bias, I still think and this is a hot take I've always had. I think if you're gonna rank quarterbacks of all time, uh, I would take I would take Breeze over Manning or Brett Favre. Oh no, I I would too. Yeah, I would even take Brett Favre over Manning because physical talent. Honestly, Brett Favre also got hosed his final like six years of career with his supporting cast, like Rogers now. Yeah, like Rogers now. Like Peyton Manning basically was the GM of his team, whatever team he was on, and basically had a defense win him a championship. So I put I put Favre ahead of of Manning. I do. See, this is why I think this year's team resembles a lot of the 2015 Broncos. We're playing great defense. 
Breeze is on his last legs. You have a running moronic quarterback. Yeah. God, I love Taysom. <laughs> he's, he's, what can you say? We're three and zero. We're three and zero. Yeah, don't don't insult Taysomville by comparing him to Brock Osweiler. No, I'm not comparing Brock because Brock Osweiler is the mobility of a statue on molasses. Like, damn, bro. Like, the Brock and Chip could about could, Brock. I think I've run a faster forty time on Brock Osweiler with a busted ankle. Like that dude's slow as hell. The thing is, like, I'm making the joke because he's not the elite arm talent that the guy he replaced. Where Manning just... before he got. Manning early in the season looked still very good. Breeze early in the season looked very good. I mean, neither of them could throw the ball past 35 yards anymore, but still, like, they don't really need to. Yeah, and you got I, guys I, like Kamara and Mike Thomas. You really don't need to throw the ball past 35 yards. It's true, but, you know, and in the, in the, the whole knock on Breeze not throwing the ball down the field, when is – think about it. We That has never been our scheme in New Orleans. Yeah. Like where where we bomb it down the field all the time. Yes, we have we'll take a shot play every once in a while, but Sean Payton is death by a thousand cuts, and he's gonna rub it in your face. Oh, I mean, yeah. we've never we never we've never been a bomb it down the field. So, and here's the thing: if Drew Brees isn't throwing it down the field, then why is he you know why is he still cutting you down for 300, 400 yards? And you know it, it's you know all right, we'll take away the underneath routes. He'll still pick you apart. That's why I think he's still one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, and. I think this is a funny knock to me because I think he's – everyone's like, oh, Brady's had a great year. Okay, well, Breeze had a better year than Brady has, even missing games. So, And the it's, Dolphins could have had him, but they said, nah, give us Dante Culpepper. Yeah, and, that, I, and, and I, I think the Dolphins three games. every day for that. <laughs> Look, Nick Saban's just bringing you happiness every day. It wasn't even Nick Saban. It, it was, was the team Nick Saban. It was the team doctor. Nick Saban it's still wanted one of them. the biggest fuck ups of all time. It, but sorry. that and it's one of the greatest what ifs of all time. Because then it's like, what happens to Alabama football? Do they do they get Rich Rodriguez or do they go another that direction? Really uh, does God. you know what happens to New England's AFC East run? Because then you are like, all right, well now you got Brady and Breeze battling it out for the next decade. Also, Saban was thinking was it like one. Saban was like one year away from having a really good Alabama, he was. like a really good Miami team. Because he had Jason Taylor, who won Defensive Player of the Year. I mean, they were building up stuff. I but when you give Nick Saban a broken Dante Culpepper without Randy Moss instead of Drew Brees, who came out and took the Saints to the NFC Championship game that year. I mean, yeah, I mean, and then you get like the people like Skip Bayless where it's like, oh, well, Nick Saban was a total wash in the All NFL. Right. It's like, OK, calm down. Can we, <laughs> 2020, I'm going to make a sweeping declaration here because you guys are very both educated gentlemen. You guys are both smart gentlemen. Can we just say this to the Skip Bayless's, the Max Kellermans, the Shannon Sharps, the Stephen A. Smiths, even to a certain extent, my boy, Mr. Cowherd, just to make Kevin happy. I hate him. Enough. <laughs> With these morons on first take and e- on, and speak for yourself, like they're all idiots. The best take I heard on the Eagles quarterback situation this week was Brandon fucking Marshall. All right, I'm tired of hearing these guys talk about anything because it's not about intelligence; it's about what gets the best clicks. The best takes it's come true. from morons like you and me because we actually have no. We're not getting paid to sound like idiots. We're getting paid to be right if we get paid at all. <laughs> I don't even like Brandon Marshall because he, he said we weren't even going to make the playoffs this year. 
So we had no shot. I, you know what? I thought you guys would be a wild card team, and that's on me. I thought, I, I honestly thought Tampa Bay would not choke their defense as hard. <laughs> so, I mean, buddy, look after after I was on during after week three, I thought we would be lucky to win uh, win five games the way we looked. So I also said after our bye week we were gonna run. We were, we had a shot at going like six and one after our bye week. So let's just. <laughs> I would have been so sad if any NFC East team just went off in the second half. And so we, because I want a six and 10 team in the playoffs. Miss you that seven and nine bullshit. Give me a six and 10 division winner. Listen, listen, if Jalen Hurts is the next Messiah and the Redskins and Giants choke, you may get your wish. So I'll make a bet. I'll make a bet with you, Jared. If Jalen Hurts and the Eagles pull off the upset, this weekend and beat the Saints. The next time you have me on, I will be rocking a Jalen Hurts Eagles jersey. Okay. I mean, I may have to buy one if they end up trading Wentz in the offseason. Listen, I, and everyone forgets this. Wentz may be my favorite player, but still, my favorite player of all time is Weapon X. That Nobody will replace that man. That man I hold higher esteem than most of my family members. Like, if Brian Dawkins... Like I, I, I'm actually I've tried to reach out to him before to get on our podcast, but I think if I did it, it would turn into me just like losing it because this guy is literally like the only person as an athlete I consider as like a f- personal hero because I know his story. But as we're gonna transition right now to the biggest headline of the week, the game is uh, the week of the day basically is um Carson Wentz has been benched against the New Orleans Saints. Jalen Hurts will be starting against them. I do okay. So let me first off by saying this. Um, we'll finish what I was saying. Carson Wentz and Lashawn McCoy, the only two people who have ever been able to come close to Brian Dawkins, is my favorite Eagle of all time. Lashawn McCoy would have had it in the bag. Plays my favorite position. Fun to watch. Wears one of my favorite numbers. Always entertaining. And Chip Kelly trades him. Oh, Jared, I I don't want to interrupt you, but. The playoff rankings just came out, and do you want to know where Miami is ranked right now? Like 13. They're 10th. Oh, okay. So they didn't screw us any more than they usually did. No. That's fine. Sorry. Did not mean to interrupt you, but I thought no, you you're know. No, you're good. We'll talk about it in a little bit. I'm going to go on a rant about how bullshit these rankings are and how disrespected I feel. Yes, we lost to Clemson, but it was a lot closer than that score indicates. Um, I also think Clemson's, Clemson's going to get cracked in the playoffs this year if they make it. Um, (laughs) anyway, so everyone's probably going to want my my thoughts on Jalen Hurts and playing against the Orleans. Well, one, the Saints are the best team in the NFC. They're probably going to get the number one seed. Honestly, the Packers last week looked like hot shit the second the Eagles got rolling. And then that one Aaron Jones run kind of iced it. I have not seen a team this year that's impressed me more in New Orleans as much as it hates me to admit it. I've watched my team take on Seattle. I've watched my team take on... Um, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, uh, Cleveland. And you know what the craziest thing is? No team has impressed me on film enough or in per- watching them in person where I'm like, okay, we're going to get our ass kicked. That's going to change on something. Cruz, I'm going to need a bottle of whiskey the size of my head <laughs> to get through that game. Um, it's your guys play good defense. Taysom Hill is impossible to stop because you can literally, he's 4-4 speed at the quarterback position. He has a cannon arm. He's basically like, what every team hopes hopes their mobile quarterback is coming out of high school. I mean, coming out of college, but he's third. But I guess the only saving grace is that 
our offensive line is hot garbage, but Hurts is so mobile it doesn't matter because he'll still pull off a first down when he's literally trapped in the backfield. Um, my honest to God opinion, um, I think Hurts gets pulled at halftime. I mean, I think he's going to have like four or five turnovers, and they're going to put Wentz back in. Or they just want Wentz to get a breather for a week because they don't feel like watching him get his ass kicked by uh, the Saints and hearing more bullshit. Because they'll probably put Wentz back in against Arizona, and it'll be back to business as usual. But unless Hurts – if Hurts lights it up, then we might have a different story. I think Jalen Hurts is a very talented individual. I watched that throw to Greg Ward. That was beautiful. The first down runs were great. Still the biggest play of the game is my boy Jalen Rieger going super speed down the sideline. That was great. My honestly got opinion is I have no idea what the hell is going to happen in the offseason. Um, the easier contract to move, of course, is Hurts. And if he plays well, the Eagles can move him without even questioning it. They can, might even get back their pick for it. Because I guarantee some some team with a quarterback uh, vacancy would be like, a second round and a third for Hurts? Oh, yes, please. And, oh, look, the Eagles made back their pick, and now they're fine. And they don't have to move Wentz's contract because that's literally going to be impossible. I think I don't wish any ill will on Jalen Hurts, but I was very frustrated this morning. Cruz, what did you think about the Jalen Hurts starting against your Saints this week? I I didn't like it, not because I, I don't want – Jalen Hurts to play I do because I think he I think he's really talented I think he's definitely come a long way from his freshman year at Alabama and then going to Oklahoma I just didn't like the fact that they threw him to the wolves I mean he's going up against the number one defense in the NFL right now I mean the Saints are peaking at the right time I mean their defense ever since the Quan Alexander trade has taken it to another level I mean they are they get to the quarterback without blitzing they're getting coverage sacks. I mean, they are playing probably, uh, you know, top to bottom. I think the, they're the best team right now in the NFC. And, you know, we'll find out if they're the best team in the NFL when they play the Chiefs next week. But I, I didn't like the fact they're throwing this kid in this first ever start against probably the hottest team in the NFL right now. And even without Drew Brees. Um, I have this gut feeling that he's going to do better than most people think he's going to do. I I don't know what it is, but I have a feeling he's going to, he's going to put up some surprising stats. I'm not saying he's going to win. He's definitely going to have a turnover or two. I mean, I, that, and Jared, tell me if I'm wrong. Is it three or four starters you have out at the offensive line? Uh, the only start we have still is, um, cause they're probably going to bench Jason Peters this week. So yeah, four. Um, so, cause Peters, Peters was atrocious against the, against, um, against, uh, Green Bay. The offensive line actually blocked better when he was out of the game. So, and now you're getting a Saints defense who has, who's getting back their starting defensive tackle in Sheldon Rankins this week. And you have Cam Jordan, who's coming on late. Uh, Trey Hendrickson, who is, I believe, second in the NFL in sacks this year. And if you would have asked anyone who was going to be our sack leader and you would have said Trey Hendrickson, I would have told you you're crazy. Davenport's uh, coming off an injury, and he'll be back this week. Uh, I mean, Demario Davis is the best linebacker in the NFL right now. I mean, Quan Alexander has been a huge addition to this defense. I just did not think it was the best move to start him in this game. Maybe – I don't know what the rest of the Eagles' schedule looks like, but I just thought – um, I thought Wentz gave Ari- you your best chance. It's Arizona, then um, it's Arizona, then I think Dallas, then Washington. I mean, I thought Dallas, even Arizona doesn't have that great of a 
defense. They're still kind of young figuring anything else. But Dallas would be the perfect time. That's why my theory start. about the throwing the Wolves for how he, for Doug to prove a point to everyone. But like I, I mean, I, this could I, really I, you know what? I really you know what I love Jalen Hurts out of college. I wanted him to go to a great. I wanted him to go to New England, honestly. One, it would make Kevin's little heart so happy. Two, <laughs> um, like he needed to go to a place where he wasn't going to play right away, and or a place that didn't have an established quarterback. The problem is, is that even if Wentz has a, even if Wentz is play the rest of the season, they just play Hurts in. It's the, it's. Oh God, I I love Jalen Hurts in college. I thought he was awesome. I wanted him to win the Heisman last year, but like. It just really just comes down to the fact that, like, I, I do agree with to the Wolves. I mean, I hope – you know what? If Jalen Hurts comes out on Sunday and somehow pulls off the impossible and wins wins the damn division, Cruz, and they trade Wentz in the offseason, I will buy a Hurts jersey and we will match together during the offseason. How about that? Perfect. I Look, and, nothing, look, I, and it's – this game's going to be so hard for me to watch. Because it's one of these things where it's like, I want Jalen to do so well, and I'm glad he's finally getting his opportunity, and just adding to the legend, but man, I was like, did you have to do it this week against my team, and especially like how we've been playing lately, and you know, like I said, I, I, I hope Are you he guys does so, great. How close are you guys to clinching, by the way? We already clinched, we're done. We already guys, we were the first team to clinch a playoff spot. We if we win this week, we clinch the NFC South. I mean, because the page, I think the, the sorry pages, the, the Buccaneers just look. Oh, well, awful. so we we have a pretty we basically if we we would have to lose every single game left, which we have. We have the Eagles this week. We have the Chiefs the following. We have the Vikings on Christmas Day. And don't still get nightmares about them. And then we close out against Teddy Bridgewater and the Panthers. So. The chances of us going 0-4 in that stretch are very highly unlikely, but you never know. Crazier things have happened, but we've already clinched a playoff spot, guaranteed, and if we win this week, we clinch the NFC South. So, Fair enough. Um, All right. I think we need to win two out of the last four games to clinch that one seed. Kev, like, I know you want to just, just sink your teeth in right now, but off the Wentz bashing and the Eagles bashing, what do you think about Hurts starting this week? I'm excited to see Hurts start, but yeah, no, this was a bad game to decide to start him. Oh, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, I think Wentz's contract is easier to move than people make it out to be. Uh, the Colts have $46 million in cap space coming off next year just from the quarterback position. Wentz's cap hits 34.2. I do think that moving him is much easier than people are making it out. But also, I mean, people are saying, like, Jared, you said a lot, like, oh, this is just Doug wanting to show Howie that, like, Wentz is the answer. Doug doesn't want Wentz either. It's been reported for the past year that Doug wants to move on from Carson Wentz. He doesn't like him, and the reason he hasn't is because ownership has has a hard-on for this kid. I would would put a bet, though, that Wentz will be in an eagle green uniform next year and Doug won't. I can see that. And oh no, and um, me and Kev's boy, the one we both think is going to be the his replacement, Eric Bieniemy. I think Eric Bieniemy would happily take a Carson Wentz. And that the thing is to me is I've I've fully given up on Doug Peterson. I really have. I, I think he's given up it's, on y'all. 
Oh, no, 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 no. I've wanted Peterson fired for the last two weeks. I, I'm done. How we have wanted fire since last 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 year's trade deadline. When he turned down a trade for Mike Evans because he didn't want to give up a second-round draft pick. Well, yeah, they had to draft Jalen Hurts. What, oh, what and then, and then you guys say Jalen Ragger, and then yeah, Jalen Ragger. Well, no, no, no. It was it was a second, a third, and a, it was a second, a third, and another. And a, I think it was a player to be named. It was another player that the the, the Bucks wanted, and like how he was like, oh no, I can't give up a future second and a second. No, that, that's not gonna happen. And uh, it it's just you know what I just Howie and Doug are both dead to me. I just I'm just so done with this shit. All right, let's get to one sentence game. I, I I'm getting a migraine from this. Jared, do you want to just move on to college football? Well, we have to do the one sentence game anyway, so we'll start off with the early game, <laughs> the game that literally made my hair curl inside out. Browns and Titans. My sentence is Tennessee. I hate you. You just cost me possibly the fantasy playoffs. Go to hell. I think you had Derrick Henry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Henry, Miles Sanders, and uh, Nick Chubb on my backs this week. Nice. Yeah, I scored 57 points. I was projected for 155. Oh, wow. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little angry this week. Oh, I also had DJ Chark who caught, one, who caught three catches for 40 yards. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh it's all right. I, I've established I'm not making the playoffs in that league. I mean, I'm I'm basically running away with me and Kev's Xbox league, but that's just because half the people don't care about that league. Fair enough. Uh, so, Browns are best team in AFC North. That's my sentence. Damn. I think, <laughs> right. I, think, I, think, I think they're better than the Steelers, and I think they're better than the Ravens right now, and I definitely think they're better than the, uh, than the, than the Bengals without Burrow. I mean – I, shit, I, I think the Browns can – I think they could possibly make it to the AFC Championship. <laughs> um, we'll see. Kev, what's your sentence? Baker Mayfield, I guess, is a legit quarterback. Hey, listen, you get that run game going with that play action, he's not bad. I mean, then again, Mark Sanchez looked good for a couple years in the NFL. Let's remember that. With a good defense. Um, well, yeah, and then receiver. they changed the play calling. Rex Ryan was a run-heavy play caller, and then after their starting running back left, he was like, well, I guess Mark Sanchez is a good thrower now. Baker already went through that part. Speaking of the Jets, good transition, my man. Uh, Raiders, Jets. Raiders, Jets. Yo, (laughs) thank God for Henry Ruggs, man, because goddamn, they were trying to lose that game. I I talked to a Raiders fan this morning. That was my sentence, but side note, I talked to a Raiders fan the day on Monday morning, and he looked at me and he goes, Dude, I swear to God, I thought the second we went conservative, we were done. Because Darren Waller, they couldn't cover him. I think he's the second best tight end in football right now. Who's first? George Kittle. Injuries or not. Over Kelsey? I'd put Kelsey and Waller as a tie. I think Kelsey benefits from the fact that he's got six other weapons around him. Okay. All right. Well... I guess my sense would be Jets finding ways to lose on purpose. All out blitz, baby. What? You don't do that. On a, no, are, are you kidding, kidding me? They're trying to throw the game. I know they are, but come on. Like, give give your fans one win. 
Just give them one. Not until they have the number one pick locked up. Jacksonville had to win. (laughs) The the Jets fired (laughs) Greg Williams for saving the number one overall pick for them. Screw that man, too, by the way. Oh, Greg Greg Williams is a human human trash can. He's not – he's – he gets booed every time he comes back to the Superdome. We despise that man for what he oh, did to he's us. A, he's a horrible human being. All right, Jags Vikings. Speaking of teams that are speaking of teams trying to get the number one overall pick, holy crap! Um, Vikings made this one way too interesting. That's my sentence. <laughs> uh, so. God, it's so hard to explain. Uh, honestly, just just move to London at this point. That's my sentence. Just move to London, or, or move to a different market in America that needs a, that wants a football team. So, so me living in Jacksonville right now, perfect example. I went to go pick up some food from one of my favorite restaurants, Bricks Tap House in Jacksonville Beach. You ever get a chance to go? Go. They have great wings. Went in there to pick it up, and I'm there in overtime, and I am just watching their, just watching them lose week after week after week, and it's killing these people. And at, at at one point, like you just have to admit, you just have to quit this team. I, like I don't think I could, I don't think I don't know how they do it. I don't know how emotionally they get up week after week, and go and support that team, and then they just find ways to just rip. It's like, oh my gosh, we're going to beat the Vikings. We're going to beat Kirk Cousins. We're going to beat Dalvin Cook. And blow it in overtime. Ignorance is bliss? I, I guess, but God. I, I mean, listen, listen, you lose that much for that long. You have one good season. You're, it, but they're, one, they're a bad, bad call away from going to the Super Bowl because Miles Jax was not down. Oh, I know. They're, I know. They're, they're a bad, and I know you never know what, what happens at the end of that game. And we would have been, you know, we would have got to see a Blake Bortles versus Nick Foles Super Bowl, which the world desperately God, needed. America. The world desperately needed that. And who knows? I mean, I just feel, I feel bad for the people of where I live having to go through this. Yeah. All right. Next. Okay. Have you got your sentence right? Sorry. Mike Glennon is a starting quarterback in the year 2020. This weird, this year just keeps getting weirder. Listen, play action and deep balls. That's what he's good at, and honestly, that's all the Jags can do with with their boy Robinson running the football. I, I'm, the Jags are not a bad team with him under center. Gardner Minshew's probably in a van somewhere, like out west, just sitting there, like, oh, this is my team to start the year, man. <laughs> Justin Fields is going to look really good in the Jaguars jersey. Let's just say that. No, are you kidding me? They're going to take Trey Lance because they think Fields isn't good enough for the field. They, they like the D two. They like the D two guy better. Are they? No, I'm sorry, FCS guy better. Not D two. I mean, look at the last guy to come from that school. He sucks. Oh my god, I'm going to snatch <laughs> freaking mid. All right, Dolphins, Bengals. Dolphins best start eight and four. Since 2003, I got to give respect to the the Finns, man. They they are literally chipping at Buffalo's heels right now. To uh, the new Marino. Okay, okay, chill I, out. I, but yeah, I no, think, I, no, I he's, mean, this, he's good, but really, no, 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 no
I'm not saying that he's I'm not saying that he is going to put up Marina numbers. What I'm saying is, is that he has finally brought a spark and a starting quarterback to South Beach for the first time since Marino. I oh, mean, no, no, like, no, I, no. like I said, I think we know what we never are going to know what hap- what would have happened if Nick Saban would have landed Drew Brees. Um, what you know, what could have been, but I mean, Dolphins fans have been looking for their savior for so long that you know they finally found it, and then look, they're playing great ball right now. Their defense is good. Their offense, I, I feel like they're going to the more comfortable Tua gets in the system, the, the more deadly that they're going to be. Because if you watch the game, they opened up the playbook a little bit this week, and he was throwing bombs. And they just God, they just need guys that can catch. I mean, jeez, like, let, let oh, them. No, no. They need they need a deep threat. They need a burner to go with Devonte Parker. Look, I, I obviously me just being the selfish person I am, I would love to have Devonte Smith on the Saints next year because he's a Louisiana kid and he's a Saints fan. I would love it, but Dolphins got Jalen Waller, Devonte Smith paired with Tua. Look I mean, out! Even <laughs> even the hated rival Jamar Chase with Tua will be freaking incredible. He's gonna be he's gonna be gone, I think, before they're gonna get. He's that top five. There's too much hype on that kid. But I mean, Waddle and 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 uh, Smitty, I've seen drop to around there of where Houston's pick's gonna be. So I could see it, and I think if you give Tua a couple more weapons, because I think Parker's a really good wide receiver. One, I don't think he gets enough respect. Um, and then you add another guy like Smitty on the outside, get a Travis Etienne, get a get a Najee Harris to go with that too. I mean, look out. I mean, what? Etienne I've heard going as high as thirty right now. Like that I I've heard him sneaking in the back end of the first round. Like that like run his yeah. stock keeps going up. Um why is Smitty falling? I don't understand that. It's, yeah, it's, I don't get that either. It's, it's, it's the weight. He's one eighty soaking wet. It is not. It has nothing to do with the speed and everything. It's just that they they see Waddle as more of a uh, more pro he can fit. Take the punishment. Yeah. So and because because Waddle is stockier. Now Smitty is you know he's definitely put weight on since he's gotten to Bama. Uh, but from what I've seen is that he's wide receiver too, and he's he's definitely gonna have to put on some muscle. I mean. I mean, you look at him. I mean, he—that's why they call him the Slim Reaper. I mean, I mean, it, the dude's pound for pound the probably the best football player in America right now. College level, yeah, I would give it. Yeah, that. college level. Um, yeah. Kev, what's your sentence on this game? Jared, you know what my sentence is? Oh, it's Tua time. It's Tua time. Hey, <laughs> that's my sentence every week whenever right. the Dolphins win. Yeah. Okay. All right. Colts, Texans. My sentence is. Damn, this game shouldn't have been this close. <laughs> I feel really bad for Deshaun Watson. Everyone feels bad for Carson Wentz, but like Deshaun Watson, I know you hate you guys hate Deshaun Watson because of what he did in college. Oh, I love Deshaun Watson. I'm I'm, I'm, like, agree, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, no. I still will never forgive him for how dirty he did DeAndre Hopkins. But like, you heard about that story, right, Cruz? Who? Basically, Bill O'Brien went to Watson about trading Hopkins, and he did, had no opinion. That can't be true. Please tell me that's not true. No, like there's there's been rumors going around Twitter and everywhere like that. Hopkins really like Watson did not care if Watson got dealt or not. Okay, now I don't feel as bad. I 
I don't know if I can believe that. If that's true, I don't feel bad. No, listen, I didn't believe it either until I saw multiple like like things about it. Like, I mean, they made like there are like tweets and they're like like you know small blog sources, but at the same time, it's like there's enough of it where I'm like, all right, there's probably something here. I don't know if he actually said like I don't care, but it's like he didn't give like a hey, don't trade my best receiver. Well, then I I don't know. Then I don't know. I mean, I feel I feel bad for the kid. I mean, because I think he is a top five quarterback in the NFL, and he's never gonna win in Houston. He's 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 like he's wasting his talents like Calvin Johnson did in Detroit, like Julio Jones is doing in in Atlanta. Free Julio, uh, buy a shirt. Yeah, free Julio. I, hell yeah! I look just free free to Sean Watson. Look, I, I, free Carson. Free? No, 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 I don't know about that. That's another. That's true too. We have like all these free. <laughs> I'll that. buy the I'll buy the free Deshaun shirt. I don't know about the free the free win shirt. I, you know, but free win We have that one actually out. I told Kev when we're actually paid for a job we did a couple weeks ago. I'll actually buy one. <laughs> yeah, he, of the shirts I've designed, you've said you would buy a hundred dollars worth now. Me? Oh no, my me more hours <laughs> during the week. Okay? Uh, I've designed three Miami shirts. He said he would buy all three. Uh, free Wentz. That's it. Maybe a free Julio? The Captain Philadelphia one kind of died really fast. Yeah, because I hated that design, so I just didn't do it. I did, too. Honestly, <laughs> it got it better in my head. Yeah. Um. Also, though, I, I actually maybe can buy the Deshaun Watson thing about DeAndre, because if I were Deshaun Watson, skill-wise, top five quarterback, I would go, if you trade him, trade me, too. Put us in a package. And then if they didn't trade me, I'd be going to the media like, yeah, they trade DeAndre Hopkins. I want to get the fuck out of Houston. Yeah, I I don't know, man. I I, I hope Deshaun can get out of there. Um, I just feel bad for the kid right now. I really do. I really do. Oh man. And uh, hey, Kev. By the way, they have you guys projected to play Texas A&M in the Orange Bowl right now. Us? That'd be great. Are you yeah, kidding me? Us at that's... home taking on AM? I'm for that shit. Because I know I know you would like that. That's why I was like, okay, <sighs> that looks pretty good. Texas, then, I uh, see you know, listen, yeah. Texas AM struggles with teams of speed, and that's all we have. We have no physicality. We're all fast. I'm all for that shit. Let's go. I know it's, listen, it's, cra- it's four, crazy honestly, that someone picked them to go so far you know, before the year started and just got oh. I think I got laughed at. No. Sorry. I still uh, think no, I know I was going to save that, but sorry. So, Kev, 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 put Cruz in a box for a second. If Miami ends up beating Texas A&M, can we just ridicule him for, like, hours about it? Why are you ridiculing me? No, I, I didn't right. say how good they were going to be. I just oh, said no, true. where they were going to finish. Mean, I, I mean, how this year's gone, he's been right. Like, where they're going to finish right in the SEC enough. West. But, they already like, have. They're done. They're, just, they're the done SEC for the to year. Me this year it feels sort of. It, it feels semi down because you guys are kicking the snot of everybody. Coach O and his um diabolical like cover up scheme that is LSU. They look atrocious. Mississippi State, who I thought was going to be shocking the system, looks awful. And I then also you told have. Told you not to buy into the hype of that. I told you to. I told <laughs> you, know you to. Cruz, I'm sorry, all right? Airway, the I, IC, it sounded like a great story. I'm the me. only one who said do not buy into the Mike Leach. I'm the only right. one who said not to. All right. 
But I also picked Texas to go to the playoffs. I I know, I know. We'll revert back to that about 10 minutes. Let's finish. Let's finish. Let's speed round through this, okay? Speed round. round. Lions, Bears. I love seeing the Bears lose. They've lost six straight games for the first time since 2002. That's my sentence. Thank you, Detroit Lions, for beating the Bears. Help the Saints clinch a, a fourth straight appearance in the playoffs. Chicago Bears pulled a Detroit Lions. Oh, that's mean. <laughs> Is it wrong? No. It's not wrong. No. Yeah. He's not it's wrong. Mean, but it's not wrong. Oh. How does it feel, Matt Patricia, your first game not as a head coach? They beat the Chicago Bears. Um, Because Matt Patricia is a garbage head coach. He's honestly kind of a garbage DC, too. He's going to go back to New England. Watch. Calling yeah, right and Bill's going to like – don't wish that on me. Come on now. I thought we were He's friends. Coach. You, are, the you, dude, you got a defense coordinator. Hey, it's, it's you know, is that or Belichick's son? It's, it's old Mr. Backwards Hat Frat Boy who got lit up by a backwards backup quarterback. Hey, man, there's also, no the Frat Boy thing into it, all right? <laughs> Steve Belichick is a damn good defensive play caller. Oh, no, no, no. I love Steve Belichick. I think, honestly, he's a better play caller than people give him credit for. But the problem is is that having Patricia come back would just be the most horrifying thing for Patriots fans of all time. Um, All right. Everyone do their sentence here. Saints-Falcons. Cruz lost your lead on this one. Taysom Adiz. Let's go. 3-0. Best team in the NFC. See you on Sunday, Jared. All right, Kev, what you got? I love Taysom Hill more than any non-Saints fan should. <laughs> uh, Falcons made this game a lot more interesting than I thought it would be. Yeah, that's fair. It's a rivalry game. It happens. All right, uh, Eagles-Packers, I'll take the lead. Jalen Rieger is really fast, and Devonta Adams is a top five receiver. I stand corrected. He's number five, but he's top five. Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams saved my fantasy team this year. Kevin? Packers fans need to calm down. Devontae Adams is not the best. Oh, my God. Thank you. Like, for the love of all things holy. Oh, you know, she took a shot at me, by the way, over IG after the game. (laughs) Oh, my God. She took a shot at both of us, technically. That's fine. Who's still on the show? Who still who didn't get fired? <laughs> I had to fire that bitch, by the way. That was the worst part. That was, that was the worst Friday of my life, by the way. I had to fire this girl while I'm on a job. Like, come on, Mike. Really? That was a great Friday for me. Oh, I know, because you were like, victory is mine. I'm sorry. We used to have someone else in the show who uh, was not not good. Gotcha. Her intelligent. Oh, she said that Justin Fields was a better quarterback than Trevor Lawrence, and I almost puked. Um, Giants, Seahawks. Yo, Seattle, just go sink into the ocean. You suck. Oh, my God. They're the fakest good team in the NFL. And it, it just, I, don't, I don't realize how bad a team is until – and I think, oh, my team played great the week before – and then I realized the team that we lost to the week before that, or two weeks before that, beat them. Like, holy crap, Seattle just unraveled. 
I think it's upset of the year. Upset Ooh, of the year. I think I it's think a big. Washington I think it's a over Pittsburgh. Is no, I I don't think so. I I think I because I think Seattle is a better team than the Steelers are. I think. Look out for for New York. They're starting to click. They're starting to do good. We, even without Saquon, I mean Wayne Gallman's starting to ball out. I think they're 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 sneaky. They're good. I mean, but I think I my my sentence for the for this is upset of the year. All right, Kev. Colt forty five, baby. Buy a shirt. <laughs> Buy a shirt. Hey. <laughs> But what Kev, if Colt didn't get hurt? Kev, what if Colt didn't get hurt? Kev, <laughs> Kev dice like it's his job. Oh, wait, it is. Yeah. And let's – I I might have put that in the description of this shirt. Let me check real quick. <laughs> uh, go to Teespring. Belly up shop on Teespring. Look at all these shirts. I designed a chunk of them. 90% of them. Yeah, well, the Hardcore Honeys have a lot of stuff on there, a lot of the old stuff still on there. But, you know, a Mack truck, a Studham, a Free Julio, Fire Pete, because Pete Golding is garbage. Hey, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. That shirt's a couple weeks old. That's what I was saying. It's like, that shirt better be from Ole Miss weekend, because... Yeah, it, it was yeah. during that game. It okay, was, okay. no, because I remember getting a text from Kev, could I sell this? And I'm like, yeah, probably. I looked at the score. Oh, yeah, the description on the Colt 45 shirt is, would Texas have won if he wasn't hurt? Hell yeah. Just get some Texas fans to buy it. Oh, fair enough. Hook of horns. All right. Rams-Cardinals. If the Rams win the NFC East, I mean the NFC West, I swear to God, I'm just going to give up picking that division, period. What the hell? Uh, That's my sentence. Best, best division in football right now. Or no, let me rephrase that. Most competitive division in football. Right yeah, now. best division in football is still the NFC North. It, it's true. It, NFC North. AFC North. AFC oh, North. I'll say, whoa. It's like, all right, stop drinking the Lion Kool Aid so much. All right. <laughs> Easy. No, no, no. no. Yeah. Just because I picked the winning division last year does not mean I'm like. <laughs> no, um, no. I think it's the most competitive division in football right now, and I think, I think the Rams are gonna pull it out, but. I still think they get it. I still think they get possibly two teams in the playoffs. I think it's you know I think the Cardinals can sneak their way in. I think Seattle's definitely gonna make it, but I think I think the Rams are gonna back their way into it. I, as of right now, I actually have the I have the Rams Saints NFC Championship rematch right now. No Hail Murray this week, but still go buy a shirt. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, as I'm charge free to Sean shirt. Oh, yeah. Patriots Chargers. Oh, my God. Justin, dude, what the? Bill Bill has to stop bullying rookie quarterbacks. I get it. You got to beat him by at least 20. But, dude, 45 nothing. That's almost as bad as what Miami did to Duke this weekend. Damn, bro. Chill. I don't even know if I have a sentence for this one, to be honest. Um, I mean – Better luck next year. Better luck next year. I think is all I have to go with. <laughs> Gunner Olszewski, baby. Fire yeah, shirt. Just in every sentence with buy a shirt. <laughs> yeah, Kev, Kev pushes more merchandise on the show than a fucking QBC ad. All right. Broncos, Chiefs. 
God, I swear I thought I was gonna lose my upset my gimme my gimme pick, and I was really upset. It, time to move on from Drew Locke. If the, only, the Broncos by the way, had Yeah, go ahead. Oh, by the way, one of two quarterbacks who have more in oh no, one of three quarterbacks who have more turnovers than Carson Wentz since last year. I mean, he Can has name so much two? Can oh, you name uh, the other two? Who have more turnovers than Carson Wentz or Drew Locke? What Locke is two, Locke is two. Number one is Jameis Winston with thirty. He hasn't taken a snap this year. <laughs> and no, number Winston three, Winston Winston no. played. Yeah. Oh yeah, Winston he played. Hasn't had, he hasn't had a start. He hasn't had a start though. Yeah. But um. Winston, okay. And then the other one who's tied with Wentz is Jared Goff. Oh. But I think it's time to move on. I think the Broncos put way too much faith in Drew Locke. And he's I got think a cannon, but man, he makes he makes Josh Allen and Carson Wentz look deadly accurate. Holy crap! I mean, tell you, tell you what, here's what we'll do, John Elway. We will trade you Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston for a first, maybe a second round pick, and you can have them that that way next year when we draft Mac Jones. You know, we can give him an extra weapon to work with. Though, no. Don't you know he's going to New England, uh, Matt? If Cruz, don't you know that Max uh, Matt Jones going to New England? Hey, like, I, just, I just I just saw a uh, mock draft on Bleacher Report that had Mac Jones going to the Saints at 32. That's that's right. They picked the Saints to win the Super Bowl at 32, and I saw Trey Lance going to New England, not Mac Jones. I wouldn't hate that. My mock yeah. draft I had uh, that I did I had Trey Lance off the board long before the Patriots picked. I had um Zach. They had y'all trading up to get him. Okay, I had them taking Zach Wilson where they pick. Uh, I, I had Mac Jones to the Falcons actually. I, will I had let you uh, know. Jalen Waddle at the F going to Philadelphia. Your boy Kev. I will let you know if Mac Jones gets drafted by the Saints, I will be the most obnoxious person of all time that night. I want a picture of you and Mac together. At the Superdome, like that has to happen. Oh, I'll Cruz, get the super. I'll get the Superdome to play I, to play Super Savage. Cruz, Cruz, New Orleans is one of my favorite cities to visit. I've been there once already. I need to go back again. I love that city more than like it's my favorite city to go to vacation wise. I will go there with you, and we will go swarm Mac Jones to get a picture with you. Absolutely. Well, so I just fun fact, anyone listening, I will be in Tuscaloosa. This weekend, getting going to see a buddy uh, graduate from the University of Alabama. Going to be at a wedding as well. Um, still, have yet to run in the Mac Jones. I really need, really need that picture at in the spree. But what I want is it to be during the national championship celebration after we have, after you know, he gets his Heisman and his Maxwell and oh, you know his natty, and then you know we're just popping a bottle of champagne at industry. That's when I want my picture. The Maxwell finalists, Fair. by the way, are loaded. What did you say? The Maxwell Award finalist is just like the most loaded class I've ever seen of an award. Like, I mean, the bottom feeders are like three. Derek King. Like, damn, bro. Like, you got, we got a guy who's one of the best quarterback numbers a college has ever seen at a quarterback position. Hell, at, had Waddle not got hurt, we would have four. 
I, I mean, know. <laughs> and he's coming that's, back. He might be. I'm not right? kidding. Like, he might like, be back Alabama for the first game. away with this national title. This is like 2000, the year they played Notre Dame all over again. It's like, all right, who's going to get smoked by Notre Dame, by my, uh, Alabama in the final? That's uh, all it is. I, you know, that one was pretty lopsided. I don't know if it's to that extent. Uh, if anything, I think it would be more like it would be more like 2015, where we play a team pretty rough, like pretty tough. But like that 2012 Alabama team does not get enough respect. That team was so good. Oh no, that I put them as my number three team all time of any college football team. Mm. The only teams sure. that I rank higher are like oh one Miami. I, I I actually might put them two behind oh one Miami, honestly. I'd probably put 01 Miami and then probably 06 Texas or 05 Texas. No, 05 Texas was so overrated. They literally had one Pro Bowler on that entire roster. And he was a, probably one of the greatest quarterbacks I've ever seen play. You, you couldn't stop him. Yeah, no. Like, yeah, but the thing is, like, you talk about, like, I, I look when I look at a roster, I look at the fact that, like, the greatest teams of all time. I would still put I would put like even o like o four USC that beat Oklahoma over them. Shout out to my running back coach in high school, Lee Webb. He was starting fullback of that team. <laughs> there you go. All uh, right. No, yeah. Go ahead. All right, Kev. So you you do your sentence, right? I have no idea. Let's just move on to the next game. <laughs> all right. Last. All right. We'll speedball these last two. Washington football team versus the Steelers. My sentence is. Oh, this game was so disappointing. Kevin? Beautiful. The Washington Crimson Tide. Jesus. All right. Bills 49ers. Yeah, this game interested me as much as a really bad um, TV dinner. Kev? Uh, nobody circles the wagons. That's my line. Bills, Ma- Bills Mafia Super Bowl contender? Question. All right. Oh, and we'll do a bonus round. Um, the game that's playing in about 45, 15 minutes. Cowboys, Ravens. My one sentence is: I swear to God, if the Ravens blow this, I'm giving up on football altogether for the season. Ravens by ninety. Kev, please, Dallas, pull off the upset. <laughs> I want the Ravens have the same record think. as the Patriots. Oh my God! All right. All right. Moving on, college football time. The time we all waiting for an hour into the damn show. Holy shit. Chris, what happens every time you come on the show? We literally go on for hours. Rankings have been released. Mr. Kev, you got them for us. You want to break them? You want to let them out quick? I know my Hurricanes are 10th, and I really want to just, like, punch everyone on the social the committee because I swear to God, we take on Iowa State. We roll them. You want me to go to 1 to 25 or 25 to 1? Uh, 25 to 1. All right. 25, Mizzou, 24, Tulsa, 23, NC State, 22, Oklahoma State, 21, University of Colorado, Sco Buffs, 20, Texas, 19, Louisiana, Lafayette, 18, BYU, 17, UNC, 16, Iowa, 15, USC, uh, 14, Northwestern, 13, Coastal, 12, Indiana, 11, Oklahoma, 10, the U, 9, Georgia, 8, Cincy, 7, Iowa State, 6, Florida, 5, A&M, 4, Ohio State, 3, Clemson, 2, Notre Dame, 1, Bama. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Um, three complaints here. One, fuck 
Georgia. They don't deserve to be in the top ten. I it irritates me every damn time I see that. Yeah, that's why I said that tweet because Joel Klatt shut down Cowherd for backing Clem- George in the top ten. That's why I sent you that clip last week. Um, oh. Yeah, so literally that's why so I decided to listen to it still because it's still fucking hilarious. Um, but also, um, Iowa State, I would put them against Miami. I would put Miami by at least three touchdowns. That team is basically the de facto winner of the the Big Ten. Um, Big 12, sorry. Um, that's my only complaints, really, honestly. Coastal moving up to 13 was great because they ended up winning. I think BYU was honestly, I, I kind of called BYU being fake, but I never thought Coastal would be the team to beat them. God, please let Coastal somehow get in this playoff. <laughs> <laughs> please let them be number four and let our first game in the Sugar Bowl be Coastal Carolina. I just want Florida in the Orange Bowl. I want to beat the snot. I want revenge for last year. So I don't I, want a and I, I want Florida. So what I saw was A&M versus Miami. Um, I don't really have a problem with the ranking other than two things. Definitely, I, I agree with you, Jared. Georgia's not deserved to be in the top ten. The two ranked teams you play, you get absolutely embarrassed. Um, and I would probably say, you know, at this at this point, I would probably have Coastal a little higher. Uh, I think I'm at eleven. I would. I would. Act, I would I would say this. I would have them at seven. Oh no! Nope. You put them over my Hurricanes. I, I would no on a neutral field. I would pick Miami, but I'm saying going off resume and undefeated, and the fact that they were willing to get on the phone. Oh, BYU. Are you fucking kidding me? Okay. Hey. In a year of COVID, they got on the phone to BYU. Said, "Hey, let's play with three days notice." took care of business in a great game, by the way. Oh, no. And, and I think that, look, I was like, I would, especially since my, or not, not Miami, I apologize. Uh, Michigan and Ohio state are not playing this weekend. Even though I have a very suspicious feeling that the big 10 is going to sneak Ohio state into the big 10 championship. And oh, then was, let totally. them play, which I don't think is fair. Especially when you have teams like Cincinnati, and you have teams like Coastal Carolina, and you have teams um, who have, I feel like, have earned the right for a shot. So if my ranking would be right now Alabama one, Notre Dame two, I would have, I would actually have um, Florida three, and I know I would have A and M four, and I would have Clemson five. And then Ohio State. Oh, I like Clemson at five though, because I think they're like they're trash. I it's well. Here's the thing: is that you know I know that Trevor Lawrence is out, but Trevor Lawrence doesn't give up uh, over 40 points to Notre Dame. You know that's not it's not Trevor's fault. We'll see. We'll see. What is it next weekend uh, when they play each other uh, for the ACC championship? We'll see. Which is um, bullshit. Uh. I apologize, man. You guys had a great year. It's, I know. We get fucked because Notre Dame had to pick a conference. I mean, this is the conference for them to pick. Though. Wait, Jared, are you the one who picked Notre Dame to go to the playoffs? No, I didn't. Kev did. Kev, 
Kevin did. Okay, I was about to say, because like, I could just want you pick them to beat Clemson I twice and go to the playoffs. I would never pick Notre Dame to go to the playoffs. Okay. I, they're number one so, on my college hate list, Kev's so, updated list. This week, so Kevin way. is looking like the genius here, because he's the one who actually picked Notre Dame to do this and win the ACC. So he's the one looking like a genius. I think I think this, this week is kind of a wash of everything that's going to happen. I think next week, I think Florida takes care – or I'm sorry, Alabama takes care of Florida. I think – this is what I think is going to happen. Alabama is going to be the one seed. I'm calling it right now. Notre Dame is going to beat Clemson again. Oh, no, I, I predict that too. And Notre Dame is going to be the two seed. Texas and then Notre Dame is going to get wiped by who they play in that first game. And then Texas A&M is going to be the three seed. They're, they're sitting He's up doubling right down. They're going to be the three seed because they get to take two weeks off. They don't have to play this week. They don't have to play next week for the SEC championship. They are going to sneak their way in to the three seed because guess what? They are not going to let Ohio State into the four seed. Do you know who's going to get the fourth spot? Clemson. No, because they're going to lose to Notre Dame. That is two losses. Two, a two-loss team. Yeah, there's like six one-loss teams. So, I, I honestly would take Cruz. I know I, I know you're backing up. I've been losing faith more and more in North Carolina because they can't play defense against anybody. I think Miami wins this week, and I think they win against Georgia Tech. So they'll finish with one loss. They'll probably finish higher than Clemson if Clemson loses to Notre Dame. I swear to God, Cruz, if you're putting together this mastermind plan to get Coastal into the college football playoff. It's not. No, I'm not. I'm not picking Coastal. I am Cincinnati, not picking Coastal. Do it. I am putting Cincinnati in at the four seed because they are going to run the table. And my final four, when this master chaos plan comes together, will be Alabama versus Cincinnati round one and right. Notre Dame versus Texas A&M. All right. I will offer a horrible counter theory. Oh, give this it This would piss please. everyone off because – the next ranked one-loss team, if Iowa State gets kicked the ass kicked out of them in the Big 12 championship game, the next one-loss team is um. Oh God, please give me Miami. Oh, please, I would, listen, listen, please. listen. I don't care if we go into the first round against against no, Alabama. If we somehow by some miracle make it because Clemson gets smacked, every team in front of us gets killed. If that somehow that happens. It, like he's like, cause like we get in over Cincinnati because the committee just doesn't think they had a good enough schedule. Are you kidding me? If we even we got raw off the field of Alabama, I say we made the playoff. I'm but surprised Jared wants to put up with my shit talking that much. Well, here's the thing, and the fact that Al Blades Jr. is out for the rest of the year now. I know. And then you gotta get then it's, and then Waddle will most likely be back for the first round of the playoffs. All right, all right, I get it. All right, I'm just saying. Three of us are going to the Chick-fil-A kickoff next year when Miami takes on Clemson and Alabama. Alabama. We're going. It's in All sitting together. It's going to be great. You might might get in a fight or two. (laughs) Oh, no, no. Me and Kevin will not be coherent by the end of the game. Oh, of course not. But that is my my grandmaster disaster plan. Alabama, Alabama beats Florida. Notre Dame beats Clemson for the second time this year, keeping – Keeping Sunshine out, sending him to his his going away party to the New York Jets. Texas A&M from number five to number three. Cincinnati Bearcats get into the college football playoffs at four, and then, you know, and then Alabama. Imagine if 
The Bearcats, oh. not Ohio State, the Bearcats get in. I would be the happiest man alive watching every Ohio State fan burn in their own self-misery. I would be so happy. Then, you know what's going to make it even better is when Alabama just curb stomps Cincinnati and Notre Dame. It's like, oh, well, that's not fair. You didn't have to play Clemson or Ohio State. It'd be like, you know what? Because there's Tough nobody else. Oh, what, what, you think they were going to put up a fight? Come on. All right. I think Ohio State is actually the only team that can put up a fight. Not because their defense is good, but I think they have enough point. I think they can score enough on offense to make it interesting. I don't think Clemson is as good as everyone thinks they are this year. I the think refs that, have been giving them a lot of wins I, this I, year. I actually think we would beat Clemson by two touchdowns this year. Uh, oh, I pick. I yeah. both go by three, man. They they only yeah. the only reason they beat us because of bad calls by the refs. Yeah, yeah. But that is so. That is my grandmaster disaster plan, and I'm sure you two are gonna run with it. But by the way, will you please to just give me my props on Texas A&M for picking them in August to go second in the SEC West and LSU. All right, finishing. all right, all right. We'll give you your damn props. I agreed you with you on LSU. Master. No, you I did, didn't actually. You did. You did. You agreed with me, but you did not agree with me on AM. I will agree. Like, listen. That was before their schedule got changed and they beat Florida. So that was before any I of will, that happened. Oh, my God, Cruz. I will give you your props, you smug bastard. Okay? Damn. <clears throat> That's why I'm not going to run my mouth about your college football playoff picks because you're clearly just from the future. <laughs> no, because I picked Texas to be my fourth seed and that didn't work out. <laughs> Yeah, uh, hold yeah. down. Can't, you can't get everything right because then people will catch on. You gotta, it's true. I'm like the Simpsons. I, I gotta, I gotta throw you off every once in a while. Exactly. Oh, that's why Tate Martell is gonna take the uh, Miami Hurricanes to the ACC championship next year. Oh, you mean when uh, Tyler Van Dyke is our quarterback, not Tate Martell? Nope, calling it right now. Tate Martell, quarterback of the future. Oh, you mean the guy who who left the team because he didn't like how he got beat up by a a, a Houston transfer? It's all right. You know, comeback season. It's all good. I don't want him on my team. Uh, updated college football hate rankings. Here we go. Number five, moving back into the top five, is the dumbest college in America, Ohio State. Oh, my God. If they find their way into the, like, into the Big Ten championship game, even though they only play like five or six games, screw you. I hate your fans. I hate you, too. And I still have of you guys for like paying off the refs in 03. Um, number four is... Florida State, they're moving back in. I just I have to hate them. They're our rival. It's whatever. Out of the top five, by the way, is Pittsburgh. I've forgiven them for getting smoked by uh, Clemson. Um, next up on the list, I got to go with Florida Gators. I still can't stand you mother effers, but see in the orange ball, you losers. Um, next up. I got to go with Notre Dame. I hate – actually, no, 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 no. I'm going with Clemson. You guys are just – you guys are a slimy program. I hate you so much. The fact that you guys backed your way into the ACC title game off a chicken shit schedule makes me so upset. But, uh, it's you know, I'll I'll live with it. And number one is the team that just had to join the ACC in a year where we only had one loss or, well, hopefully only have one loss. So we can get a rematch against that team that basically had the refs playing for them as well in the first time we played them. I hate you, Notre Dame. I will always hate you. Catholics versus convicts till the day we go on the ground, even though we're not really convicts anymore. I think that's kind of derogatory. Um, but, yeah, screw Notre Dame. 
Um, Still the greatest t-shirt ever made. Oh, yeah, no, you chicken shit mother effers. Um, I hate your college. I hate your school. I hate everything about you. Screw you. Um, can, can I add something to the Florida thing? Can I, can I add something to that? Yeah. To all the Florida fans on Twitter coming at me, at least I was actually smart enough to get into the University of Florida and go there for a year and then making my decision then to transfer to Alabama. So before you come at me, saying that I'm a homer. I grew up a Gator and went to school there. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> yeah, I was too poor to go to Miami. <laughs> mm. All right, Kevin, anything weird for me? Not that weird, although Cruz did say we were going to talk about uh, me pissing off all of Gump Twitter. Oh, man, that was fun. That mm. was that was not so fun. So fun. No, well, oh, I mean, no, that, was hilarious. that was a fun day on Twitter. For me, because that was I was actually having a pretty bad day, and then that happened, and it actually kind of like cracked a smile on my face. So thank well, you. Well, I'm that. glad I, I could help out with that. Yeah. So let me let me just ask you from this, because I have also have been on the bad end of a gump Twitter, as you want to say. Did you know? Did you did you learn your lesson? <laughs> oh no not at all uh next week updated rankings are coming out or like updated. part two is coming out buddy you were just a glute by the way i also did not have a problem with your rankings since you know a certain someone who's on right now was on it so didn't really have a necessary problem with it. i will say though you probably could have added a few more people um from it but mm-hmm. i i don't think i think it was a little Excessive the amount of hate you got, honestly. I said that it was not a comprehensive mm-hmm. list. I'm sure I missed people, yeah. but I'm tired and lazy. And I get it. And like I said, I don't think you ever meant anyone any harm. I think you were just doing something that was fun and non-harmful and anything like that. And, you know, but I mean, dude, people came at you. I was, yeah. <laughs> I was like, it was rough. Um... But, you know, Gump Twitter is, you know, is, is probably one of the more fun things because, I mean, they're very passionate and, you know, they're ride or dies. I mean, um, they def- they definitely don't play. I mean, you know, if anything, Taya, don't mess with R&R Cigar either. <laughs> they they came for me. They did come for you. And, I you know, I got a chance uh, not too long ago when I went back to Tuscaloosa. I got, I got to meet the uh, – I went by there and I I uh, did a drink off with uh, Sir Clack. Um, Josh he agreed Clack. to come on. He great great guy. I uh, I'm not gonna. Lie. I'll even say I'll say it on here. I did not think I was gonna like him when I met him. I thought I was gonna hate his guts. And then I met him and I was like, damn it, I like you. And then we became friends. And then I may or may not have made him throw up all over himself. So you can ask him about that. But on our cigar, great business happy that they're opening their second location so uh, just be beware of who you come after on bama twitter because they I, are I passionate and you did, and I, but hey i mean look man how they take it they take it <laughs> that's true um my favorite thing was he has less than 400 followers it's not that serious i was dead i was i, <laughs> I would I, also though them they're like they're constantly going at me actually got me over 400 followers as you you should you should have you should have well over that i'm you know i'm trying to get to the 10k range i'm at i'm like 5k right now i'm trying to get the 10k but you know 
trying to get I mean, everyone who this 2K. Go follow at the, the real Cruz Ox on Twitter. I don't know why I have your handle memorized, but I do. I mean, how many Cruz Oxes do you know? I mean, well, that's true, that's but why, like yeah. the whole thing, the like with the, like I feel yeah, like the, I yeah, would the real Cruz Ox. I I will follow you back. I'm a pretty funny follow. If you like, if you like Alabama football, if you like people selling their souls, if you like cute golden retriever pictures, and if you like just people making fun of other people, I'm the person you want to follow. I'm trying to think. Oh, uh, Saban's daughter followed me, so that was cool. Kristen's a very sweet girl. She she follows me too. Um, we have crossed paths a couple times when we were at Bama together. Um, and yeah, I mean, I thought like I said, I thought you had a pretty good list. You had some pretty good ones on there. I mean, you had Luke, who's the godfather of Bama basketball. You had Kyle, who does the Super Savage videos. Um, I don't I don't recall who else was on your list. You had Kristen Saban. Did you have Hunter Johnson? I mentioned him, but I didn't do a write-up on him just because I don't follow his stuff that often. The people who I mention are the people whose tweets I always see, so yeah. I can do a brief write-up about them. Yeah. Actually, um... An up-and-coming one you guys want to follow, too. Uh, two two really good ones I, I highly recommend is Nick Perkins is really funny. Uh, very big into Bama basketball and Bama football, and he's a diehard Atlanta sports fan. Uh... It's the only thing I don't agree with him on. James Todd is also another one I highly recommend. I follow him. Yeah. Yeah. Nick Perkins now has the follow. Good, good. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, I mean, so I mentioned in that, though, I, you obviously, Luke, I mentioned Trinidad Miller. Oh, he's great. And plus he's a mobile kid. Shout out to the 251. Uh, I mentioned James Todd in that last part. Like, I forgot some people such as – Hunter yeah. Johnson, James Todd, Trinidad Miller. Uh, yeah. R&R Cigar went after me because I had a um, uh, drop the lace on there. Which, okay, here and here's the thing, too. Lacey is a very sweet girl. Like, she'll calm down with the Lacey hate. She's a very nice person. She's no, a, she she's, said to me she didn't follow me after that. Oh, uh, well, I'll, I'll talk to her about it when I when I see her. But, no, she's a sweet girl. She's very nice. She's a pie five from Alabama. Yes, she has some takes that don't strike everybody, but so do I, um, you know. But, like, yeah, she's probably the biggest Taylor Swift stan I possibly know. But, like, let's chill out with the Lacey hate, okay? She's a very nice girl, and, you know, keep that negativity shit in the back, okay? Like, it's just calm down. <laughs> Jared looks miserable hearing all this. Follow Jared. Up. Follow Jared on Twitter too. He he needs love. Oh, you know, I so also included myself. Yeah, yeah. And, and Kev, follow Kevin too. Tweet tweet at Jared. I mean, Chris, you can always just say, "Hey, follow my boys at Corner Booth at Belly of Jared and at Belly of Kev." And obviously, obviously, do that. That's why I retweet everything you guys do. You know, I love you guys. I love you, love the fact you guys have me on the on the podcast. You know, you almost put me to sleep just now. I still haven't eaten dinner yet. Damn, Cruz. Right. I'm sorry. Man, I Listen, I get it. Like, I'm sorry. Like, Philadelphia Eagles Twitter is the only thing I have that comes close to it because apparently I'm it's prominent toxic. on there now. Eagles Twitter is even more toxic. Miami Twitter is just like we all hate colleges no, that love Hurricanes. Miami no, I'll, I'll say it. I'll say it. Miami Hurricane Twitter are full of a bunch of people who don't watch football other than you. There are some bad. There are some bad, oh, no, bad accounts. They're terrible. Besides, they had a guy actually. Barstool Miami, by the way, that's the best follow. They, him, um, Brett Romberg, DJ Williams, 
and a couple of other former Canes. And but by the way, Miami writers are the worst. The guy who broke that Saban's retiring. We yeah, all that's what I was about to bring up. We all hate that's him. what I was about to bring up. Because I we said that I was gonna I was gonna bring it up tonight because I said Miami Hurricane Twitter is a toxic, toxic wasteland. Where you no. people are delusional. We all hate him. Like my yes. he has like he has less followers than some of our podcast pages here at Bellio. I'm just saying. And plus not to mention like Florida Gator Twitter, like calm down. Like, I know you guys are having a good season. Hell, I picked you guys to win the East. But calm down. You guys have not won a meaningful game since Tim Tebow and Dan Mullen was your offense coordinator. Like, calm down. Fair enough. Okay? You guys are getting ready to go up against a buzzsaw next week. Oh, yeah. It's going to be ugly. All right. But, sorry, I've, I've ran it long enough. <laughs> it's okay. We got seven <laughs> minutes before we hit the hour and 30 mark, so – Let's kick this. We're bring back the smooth jazz this week. Um, today's a weird day for me, uh, guys. Um, it's my parents' anniversary, so uh, happy uh, 29th to Marcus and Donna Klim, uh, the two goofballs that some for some reason I call parent for some reason uh, are, took good care of me as parents and uh, gave my birth to me and raised me and everything yes. else. What? My adopted parents, yes. Yeah, Kev- Kevin's adopted parents. Um, but also it is a little bit of a, a rough day for me as well. Um, about two years ago, a very strong little boy named Otto, uh, passed away. He's basically my big sister's, um, my proxy big sister. It's, it's her son, uh, Lee and Mark, who are basically family to me. Uh, Otto passed away la- uh, two years ago from leukemia. Uh, he is the toughest little dude I will ever meet in my, I ever met in my life. And uh, today I, uh, you know, I wore a shirt around the gym and made sure I did 19 reps of almost everything. And that's his number. But uh, 19 strong forever, auto strong forever. That's my guy right there. And uh, yeah, I, I'm trying to find a way not to end it on a somber note. But um, yeah, happy uh, anniversary to my parents, uh, 29 years. And uh, they've had me in this room for 25, so thank God I've lasted this long. Um, but a ha- happy anniversary to them. And uh, Cruz, thank you again, man, for coming on. Uh, we always enjoy having you with us, uh, especially hearing about Alabama Twitter, all that crazy shit. <laughs> I, know. I stuff appreciate, that, I, stuff I appreciate that, Honestly, it. I didn't think it was a thing until Kev brought this up to me. Yo, we're bringing this dude Cruz <laughs> on. I'm like, the hell is Alabama Twitter? That's a thing. You should ask what the hell is a cruise. I mean, that's a, I mean, that's a. I mean, thing, listen, but... <laughs> it, still says, it still says your real, it still says your your uh, your birth name is your uh, your your Twitter uh, your uh, Skype handle, which makes it even more funny. Uh, no, I I appreciate you guys having me on, and also you know I I want to say this like I, I know it's the holiday season, and and you know 2020 has been a really hard year for a lot of people. Um, you know, text and text and call your loved ones. You know. Wish them a happy holidays. You know, check in on people. It's been a hard year for a lot of people, and it's been a very crazy year. But, you know, just doing – giving that one phone call, that one text to somebody can really go a long way and make a huge difference in someone's life. And, you know, just try and end this year as, on a positive note as, you know, best you can. Fair enough. Kev, anything you'd add? No, because anything I would add would take away from that beautiful send-off. So. <laughs> There you go. All right, ladies and gents, I'm Jared. That's Darth Kev. Once again, thanks for our boy Cruz for coming back on for round three. Um, we will catch y'all later in the week when we've got podcasts and chill with our boy, Mr. Pat.
Hey guys, Jared. Thanks for checking out the Corner Booth Pod. Be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Corner Booth Pod. This podcast is brought to you by the Belly Up Podcast Network.